Welcome to the Triple Win Property Management Podcast. Today, we're diving deep into RBP by Second Nature. I'm your RBP tour guide, Christian Sargent, and I can't wait to unravel the layers of resident benefits packages with you. Some exciting news for those hungry for more, Second Nature hosts live monthly workshops where we share new products, answer live questions with property managers, and feature some of the stories and best practices of property managers who have successfully implemented their resident benefits packages. The upcoming workshops are on August 24th, September 14th, and October 22nd. And you can lock in your spot now by registering through the link in our show notes. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Stay tuned as we demystify resident benefits packages together. Enjoy the podcast and let's dive in. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to our RBP workshop. I know property management is busy. Sometimes things are literally on fire. So taking an hour out of your day is not easy. We want to respect that. We want to thank you for being here and want to make sure that you leave with some actionable tips. Uh, We've got some great stuff in store for you today. We're going to start with an RBP deep dive. Then we're going to shift into a panel discussion from some property managers that are currently using RBP. So what are we going to cover today? Well, we're going to answer a few different questions. We got a lot of great questions in from you guys. Some common themes are why would someone roll out an RBP? What does the onboarding look like? What are the services included and how do they work? How do we sell this to tenants and owners and what's the feedback we can expect? And then the best one, what are the costs associated? Time and money. Now, for all that great information we're going to cover, there's going to be two things today that we aren't going to cover. Number one is we're not going to make any specific recommendations of what you should include in your resident benefits package since you know your tenants and owners better than we do. Number two, we're not going to talk about what you should charge for your resident benefits package because it's a little different across the country. For those answers, we're going to recommend a one-on-one discussion with a local RBP expert who works with property managers in your area, can kind of help figure out what your benefits package should look like all the way from the products to the pricing. So if you're here today, chances are you're in one of three groups. Either you don't know what the RBP is and you want to learn some more. Two, maybe you know what it is, but you don't exactly know where or when to start. Or three, maybe you have a resident benefits package and you just want to improve it. So no matter where you are in your RBP journey, you're going to hear from property managers who are in the same boat that you are now and how they navigated those waters. We're actually going to build out a resident benefits package together on the spot today, just like you do with a local second nature expert. We're going to weave in some of the questions that we received from the folks who registered. I've actually pulled up all of the questions that you guys submitted, and I'm going to try to answer those as we go through. I'll actually be using the same exact platform that our local RBP experts use, and I'll show you some of the goodies that we're going to arm you with through that platform. So we're going to start with the idea of the RBP in general, why PMs are doing this. Then we're going to shift into the specific pieces of the benefits package, go line by line. Then we're going to talk about the numbers. I do got to warn you guys, I talk fast. All right. So we're going to blaze through some of this information. Go ahead and grab your pen. So with that, I will share my screen and we will get this show on the road. So to start out, we're going to talk about the resident benefits package. You know, first of all, why would a property manager roll out a benefits package? And obviously there's myriad reasons, but typically it comes down to about three that we see repeat themselves over and over. First one is revenue or profit. Let's be honest. This is not a charity. We are not in business to break even. 
the more revenue you can reasonably add to your bottom line, the more gas you have in the tank to do things like business development, hiring, training, growing your business so that you can provide a higher level of service to your owners and tenants. On average, our partners see $10 to $20 per month per unit of profit when it comes to the resident benefits package. Now that comes with a disclaimer. Obviously you can go higher. I've seen some that are lower. The wide majority come in at about $10 to $20 per month. And that's the difference between what they're charging the resident monthly and what they're being charged by second nature monthly. We had a great question from Sam. What is the average markup percentage? I love that we're thinking in percentages. I would say $10 to $20 per month is anywhere between 25 to 50% markup on the cost that Second Nature gives its property management partners. And I know I see some calculators busting out. You're thinking in your head, okay, 25, 50%, $10 is 50% of. We'll get to all that at the very end. I'll do kind of a little example of, of what you could expect, uh, some back of the napkin math from your resident benefits package. Second big reason a PM would roll out an RBP is for more bandwidth. Obviously, the more services that are adding value to the tenant, the less work you have to do in the form of less HVAC calls, more on-time payments, insurance coverage, no pest issues. If we can get the programs in place to drive some of these behaviors, obviously that creates more time for you. The biggest one with our service is everything is done for you. There's no portals. We don't think PM should stand for portal manager. You guys have enough BS to deal with in the day-to-day without having to do data entry or fill out a portal or email anyone a spreadsheet. So the way it works, the way we integrate, because we did get some questions about integration. Timmy asked, do you have an API for your services? Matthew asked, is there integrations with Appfolio or other PM softwares? The short answer is yes, but I would use integrations in air quotes because we're really not doing anything fancy. There's no coding or APIs. We're just going to use the built-in features of your software system. We're going to set up three things. First thing we're going to set up is a GL code for the resident benefits package so that you can charge the tenant, all the money comes to you, not subject to 1099s, full pass-through, all that good stuff. That's how you'll decide who's enrolled. The second thing we'll set up is a recurring report in your system that pulls in anybody who's being charged for the benefits package. I call this our radar, okay? Anybody who you charge for the benefits package goes on our radar. The last thing we're going to set up is a limited access user seat, just like a property manager named first name, second, last name, nature, just somewhere for that recurring report to be emailed to. So what happens is there's nowhere you have to go re-enter the data that's already in your software. You don't have to email us letting us know you've got a new enrollment. You'll just take that GL code that we set up for you, slap it on the tenant's ledger at new lease and renewal. That'll automatically add them to our radar. That radar gets automatically emailed to our team who automatically does all the data entry to schedule the filter delivery and set them up with insurance. So Megan asked, can you add a feature to notify agents once the tenant has been enrolled? Good news, Megan, is there's not going to be a tenant enrolled without you or your agents not knowing about it because you're actually the ones doing the enrollment at every new lease and renewal. So you just tag them, we'll do the rest. The last reason a property manager would roll out a resident benefits package is this differentiation aspect. They want to provide a higher level of service. You know, obviously everybody likes more money and everybody likes more time, but the property managers are going to hear from today are ones who've done a phenomenal job of taking this thing to the next level, really claiming ownership of it and wearing it like a badge of honor in the market. You know, they're planting their flag as the professional property manager. They're a lighthouse in the fog. Uh, of accidental landlords. I could go on, right? Uh, but the two you're going to hear from are Rebecca Wallace and Zena Smith 
of Ocean's Luxury Realty and Rental Link, respectively. I'm going to put them on the spot a little bit here. I'm going to show you an example of what the resident benefits package looks like in the wild, in the context of a rental listing. Because one thing you'll notice is the RBP, we're not springing it on anybody. It's not a surprise. You click on a rental listing. I'm a prospective applicant. And I'm looking at the bathroom and I'm looking at the pricing and I'm looking at the description. And I see this. All rental link residents are enrolled in the resident benefits package, which includes all the great benefits we're going to talk about today. Huh, that's interesting. Let's check out another one. I see uh, I see kitchen. I see bathroom. I see a house. Uh, what is this? It's a flyer that we designed for Ocean's Luxury Realty to help advertise the RBP on their listings. So as soon as the listing, the resident is seeing the benefits package, they're scrolling down, they're seeing the exact same verbiage that we saw earlier. And that's not a mistake. Because one thing we're going to do for you guys is everything that we have, listing language, lease language, RBP lease addendum, application language, marketing flyer, we're going to give you all the goodies. We're going to customize a marketing flyer for you that looks kind of similar to this. We're going to put in your resource library of your recapped, we're going to put app and listing language so that you can literally copy and paste, make it as plug and play as possible without having to reinvent the wheel. We got a lot of great questions about this kind of topic. Scott asked, how do I sell this to tenants? Elizabeth asked, how do you show the value to tenants and owners? Deborah asked, how do you create a value spiel? So all these are getting at the same thing. How do I sell this? How do I sell the resident benefits package? And what I always say is by the time you're done with our onboarding process, it's going to feel a lot less like selling to you and a lot more like just telling them what they get. Your local RBP expert will work with you and your team to help answer questions that you might get. But all in all, the goal is for this thing really to sell itself as soon as the application. Another question that we got from Seth that I liked is, what is the probability that the tenants will take the package? Well, Seth, if we all do our jobs correctly, that's going to be a solid 100%. At least that's the way we like it. So with that, you've seen kind of some examples of what it looks like in practice. You've seen why a property manager would roll out a resident benefits package. But like I always say, the resident benefits package is only as good as what's inside of it. So we've talked about the forest. Now we're going to talk about the trees. And what you include in the benefits package is totally up to you. In fact, I'd be willing to bet there's some resident benefits you're offering today, even if they're not being called out in a resident benefits package. You know, your software platform offers an online portal for tenants to pay rent, view documents. They can make maintenance requests 24-7 through that portal. When the maintenance techs show up, they're vetted and licensed. And you're working for a licensed broker, so the tenant can actually think of you as their real estate advisor when the time comes. And it doesn't have to stop there. That's the good news is we see people who have lawn care services, smart home automations. I've seen somebody who drops gift baskets at their brand new tenant's doorstep on the first day of of tenancy. Whatever you do that's a resident benefit, we encourage you to bring it into the resident benefits package. It's not just the second nature show, it's your benefits package. Getting into the things that second nature will set up for you, everything from here on is going to be managed by our team. So for example, some of them are a little more self-explanatory than others, like the air filter delivery. Some of them resident rewards, what the heck is that? So we're going to go line by line. And the good news is it's fully customizable what you include in your benefits package. Alan asks, well, how does this thing work when 95% of your rental units don't need AC filters? Good news, Alan, is if they don't need them, we're not going to sell them to you. We can take out the air filter delivery. We can take out any pieces that aren't a good fit for you and your tenants. That being said, most people say, well, if I'm doing this to get the maximum value, if I'm doing this to get the maximum time back, 
but I'm doing this to wear it like a badge of honor. I want as much value as I can, obviously within reason. So the air filter delivery is fairly simple, fairly uh, self-explanatory. I say it's like the dollar shave club of air filters. Right now, if it's a requirement in your tenant's lease, chances are it's the old hope and pray method. You know, maybe they do it, maybe they don't. Maybe they're going to the store, maybe they're measuring the filter. More likely when you do the term inspection, you're finding that it looks like a sweater. So the best way to remedy that is to make sure that the filter shows up on the doorstep in the right size and shape at the time it's supposed to be changed. Literally makes changing the filter as easy as opening the front door, right? Once you get your tenants on a consistent filter change cycle with a high quality filter like we use, you see about a 40% reduction in your HVAC related work orders year over year. So think about all the maintenance headaches that you've had to deal with over the last year, especially that are about to heat up during summer. Think about how many of those are due to HVAC. Think about what it would feel like to have 40% less of those headaches come across your desk that you had to deal with. Best part about our filters is they all include a date stamp on them of when they should be installed. So it gives you the objective data to determine is the tenant complying with their lease or not. You know, if you have a no heat or a no AC call and you show up to perform the service and the thing looks like a sweater, the tenant might say, well, I just changed it last week. I don't know what to tell you. If you look and you see it was supposed to be changed out nine months ago, you can say, well... I don't know about that. We now have objective data to hold you accountable. Uh, you can even assess a lease violation fee, typically $20 to $30. doesn't have to be much, but just enough to uh, to kind of change that behavior a little bit. So that's the filter service. We can set it up on any delivery cadence that you like every month, every two months, every three months. We can cut it to spec. We do any size and shape under the sun. Moving on to the utility concierge. This one is fairly self-explanatory. If you've ever run into Citizen Home Solutions at a trade show, this is exactly their company. This is who they are. This is what they do. We've partnered with them to be able to offer their service. What they did was they canvassed all 50 states to find out which zip codes correspond to which utility providers. So what happens is the tenant calls the concierge. The concierge tells them, here's who your providers are going to be. And then they can even take it a step further and act as the tenant, connecting all the utilities for them, making those annoying phone calls, waiting on hold, and then serving the tenant the confirmation numbers to give to you. So your process isn't going to change in any meaningful way. It's still the tenant's responsibility to get those utilities transferred. It's still their responsibility to show you the confirmation numbers before they get their keys. This just adds an extra layer of convenience. And if the concierge isn't able to assist the tenant for whatever reason, I know some places require uh, you show up in hand with a signed lease and you got to stamp your thumbprint. No worries. The concierge will let them know, hey, I can help you with X, Y, and Z. But for Cibolo, Texas, you're going to have to do this. These next two kind of go hand in hand. They're credit building and resident rewards, both through a company called Pinata. Pinata's whole reason for existence is rewarding on-time rent payments, getting more of those behaviors that you want, reducing your delinquency rate. Now, we call it credit building instead of credit reporting because we're only reporting the on-time payments. Reason being is we want to make sure that everything inside the resident benefits package truly is a resident benefit and people aren't paying for the privilege of having their credit score negatively impacted if they accidentally miss a month for whatever reason. Trust me, if they go to collections or if they start to get evicted, that's going to hit their credit score. That's what they're for. The resident benefits package is to reward people. Now, with that in mind, we do report to all three credit bureaus, so it has the maximum impact on the tenant's credit score. If they pay every on-time rent payment and don't have any other outstanding liens that they're delinquent on, we see about a 20 to 40 point boost per year in tenant credit scores. The reason I like the credit, though, is because it's a very powerful tool 
for renewals. We had a lot of questions about renewals. Dana asked, what are the best practices for introducing RBP to existing tenants? James asked, what percentage of applicants react negatively, neutral, and positively towards the RBP? Nicole asked, how do you get all of your tenants to agree to implement this? Is there any pushback on the price increases to the monthly rent? The reason I grouped those three questions together is because if you get any pushback at all, it's going to be on renewals because people don't like change they don't understand. So most of it is going to be, this is new, what is this? And it's just a simple explanation of here's the benefits package, here's what it includes. Most people say, okay, that sounds good. For the very few that still need more and they say, well, I don't know if I want this benefits package. What is this going to do for me? I'm still not sold on it. You can bring up the fact that the credit building actually has a very powerful retroactive reporting feature. So a renewing tenant actually has a leg up on existing tenants because you have their on-time rental history, even from before you launched the RBP. So what you can say is, Mr. Tenant, you're right. This is a new program that we're doing. Reason we're doing it is to provide a higher level of service to our residents. If you are enrolled in the resident benefits package, we can retroactively report up to 24 months of your past on-time rental payments, and you, Mr. Tenant, will see a double-digit boost to your score overnight. You talk about turning an RBP skeptic into an RBP believer very quickly, that is the best way to do it. Similarly, the resident rewards program is also there to reward people for doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, not to, to get too poetic here, but I think the reason a lot of people have misconceptions about the property management industry is because they think you're just waiting for them to screw up. They think we're out here rolling in late fee money. Is anybody here getting rich off the late fees? If you are, I think you might be in the wrong room. Um, none of our partners, nobody likes charging late fees. Nobody makes that much money off of late fees. And that's for good reason. We want our tenants to pay rent on time. We want them to be good tenants. We want them to take care of the unit and we want to show them that. So the resident rewards program, obviously you've still got your late fees for your delinquents. Resident rewards program works like an anti-late fee. Instead of punishing people who are late, this is going to reward everybody who's on time, kind of like with airline points or hotel points. You reward tenants for on-time rent payments through the Pinata app. Every time they make an on-time rent payment, they earn this little digital currency called Pinata Coins. They earn 60 per on-time rent payment, up to 720 per year. When they log into the Pinata app on their mobile device, they'll actually get a welcome gift. It's a $30 to $40 restaurant gift card for a local restaurant, already starts paying for itself off the bat. And as much as they want, they can stack their Pinata cash and they can use it to buy products. They can use it for gift cards. They can use it for discounts. Uh, We've had people on our team, new fathers use it to save money on diapers. Uh, We've had other people on our team use it to make, uh, to get a beer making kit for National Beer Day, uh, which was a lot of fun. Somebody bought uh, one of those big purple mattresses, uh, like the brand purple, not just because we love purple, but you can get all sorts of stuff on the Pinata app. The tenant can mess around with it, and it really does start to incentivize more of those behaviors that you want. So those go hand in hand. Those are really nice, very resonant facing pieces. These next few, the identity protection, in my opinion, is one of the more underrated pieces of the benefits package. I call it the unsung hero because we hope that your tenants never need this benefit, but if they do, it very quickly becomes their best friend. Uh, What I mean by that is that it protects against identity theft up to a million dollars in stolen funds It uses this fancy IBM Watson AI to do dark web and proactive monitoring to make sure that their information isn't anywhere that that it shouldn't be. It can catch breaches before they happen. Uh, So there's less work for the tenant on the back end to get back, uh, back to normal. 
And if they do have a breach, if a credit card is fraudulently opened in their name, if they do have funds stolen from their bank account, they'll get a dedicated US-based restoration specialist to help them get back to even. If anybody's ever had a tenant say, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I can't pay rent this month because I've had my identity stolen. Has anybody ever heard that one before? If you haven't, I'm going to knock on wood over here for you and pray that you never do. If you have, you know how annoying it can be. So the reason I like this is because the angel on my shoulder says, this is a very nice benefit to have. You know, it protects the tenant. It says, you're secure. We've got you. If someone says they can't make rent because of identity theft, you can say, don't worry. We have a solution for you as part of your benefits package to get you reimbursed immediately. And then the devil on my shoulder chimes in and says, yeah, so rent's still due on the first. So it's a nice way to make sure that you're protected as well as looking out for the owners and your bottom line. The on-demand pest control is very simple, similar in the vein of, of coverage. You know, this almost works like uh, like uninvited roommate coverage, like bug coverage. So what happens is we name a certain number of critters, things like cockroaches, bed bugs, fleas, ticks, mites, weevils. If at any point during their tenancy, the resident spots any of these critters, They simply file a claim, the exterminator comes out, does the extermination, and that's it. No questions asked. They're already paying for it as part of their benefits package. We've partnered with PestShare to provide the best quality exterminators in all 50 states. So they don't have to go through the rigmarole of shopping for an exterminator, which can slow them down or even cause them to give up. They don't have to pay out of pocket, which can typically cause a tenant to say, oh, well, I'm only living here another three months. Let's let that, let's let the next person deal with that cockroach. It empowers the tenant to take care of the unit, plain and simple. The last one is the one that sparks the most questions because it is arguably of the highest value to everybody, the resident, the property manager, the property owner, and that's the renter's insurance. So with the renter's insurance, the beauty of it is that it's all required going forward. We help you require renter's insurance in your lease, which I know can, can be tough. You know, I say it's like telling the kid not to jump on the sofa. Well, you can draw that line in the sand all you want, but as soon as he starts jumping on the sofa, guess who's got to do something about it? So it's the same with requiring renter's insurance. You can require it all day, but it's still up to the tenant to do it, and it's still up to the tenant to maintain it through the life of their lease. Not to mention, you hope that they get an A-rated carrier. They hope they get the amount of liability that they need. So we've tried to handle as much of that for you as we can. Our renter's insurance is $100,000 in liability protection plus $10,000 of contents coverage. The liability protection protects the unit itself against any damage for which the tenant could be liable. Think about falling asleep with the bathtub running or starting a grease fire in the kitchen, flushing action figures down the toilet. Uh, I had a buddy of mine in Jacksonville whose tenant walked up into the attic and fell through the ceiling uh, of the the room below, obviously causing damage. He was able to get the repairs done immediately, file a claim with insurance, get reimbursed for the full amount, keep on moving like nothing happened. Some things that our policy includes that you're not going to see elsewhere. Obviously, it's nice to have the contents coverage for the tenant's belongings, you know, in case anything happens there. But what ALE stands for is additional living expense. Additional living expense is when the tenant's unit is demolished so badly that they can't live there while the repairs are being completed. That's when ALE kicks in and says, we're going to give you a small stipend to stay in a hotel or another unit while the repairs are being completed. The other thing our policy covers that to date I've not seen anywhere else is dog bites with no breed restriction. You heard me correctly. There are no restricted breeds as long as the animal is approved by the property manager. That's the only bar they have to clear. So you don't have to, but if you would like to, 
our policy allows you to be a little bit more welcoming towards those tenants who otherwise would pay rent and take care of the unit. They just have a German shepherd that the insurance companies don't typically like. So you can now insure the German shepherds. You can now insure the Akitas. Doesn't matter if it's a Chihuahua or a pit bull. All dog bites are covered under the policy. Now, naturally, we have to give the tenant an option when it comes to renter's insurance. But we take kind of a flipped approach. We don't make an opt-in for the renter's insurance. The default is that the tenant is opted in. In the language that we give you for your RBP lease addendum, which is just a page you slap on the back of your lease and have the tenant sign at new lease and renewal. It makes insurance a requirement. It says, if you do nothing, you'll be automatically enrolled in the second nature renter's insurance. And in order to opt out of the second nature renter's insurance, you need to click this link, upload your policy, and it'll go into a review process with second nature's team. Once we review it, we're looking for a rated carrier, hundred K in liability. Are you listed as the additional interest? If it doesn't meet those criteria, we'll kick it back and we'll keep them on the second nature policy. However, if it looks good, we'll opt them out. We'll credit both you and the tenant the exact cost of the insurance, which is $10.95 per month. That way, nobody's paying for something they're not using. You don't lose any profit and you can never be accused of profiting off the sale of insurance without a license. So we keep you protected in all ways. Our team will handle all that. We'll even handle if a tenant tries to pull a fast one like I used to do when I was in college. I would get the renter's insurance long enough to get my keys, and then I would cancel the policy mid-lease. I know. I know. I felt my stock in the room go down. I've learned from my mistakes. I've changed my ways. The good news is if a tenant is on the resident benefits package and they try to pull those shenanigans, we will be notified. We will automatically re-enroll them back into the renter's insurance. We'll automatically readjust the price. So there's no gap in coverage whatsoever throughout the entire duration of the tenant's lease. And that's the renter's insurance. At any point, you can pull up, Chris asked, how do we see when someone is opted in or out? At any point, you can pull up our radar report and see who's being charged the full amount, who's being charged the full amount less 1095. So you get a bead on who's on and who's off. But again, our team will handle that for you. One thing you might notice about all these benefits is that they're all passive. They all come to the tenant. With the exception of the utility concierge, which does require the tenant to still connect the utilities, the filter delivery is scheduled automatically. The on-time rent payments are reported automatically. The renter's insurance, ID protection, and pest control are set up automatically. The tenant doesn't have to take an extra step to opt in to any of this. Just in virtue of signing their lease, the tenant is covered under the resident benefits package. So we had a question from Leslie, when can we get these benefits started? Which I would like to think is asking, wow, Christian, this looks so great. How soon can we sign up? Uh, realistically, I think what she's asking is how soon after enrollment do the benefits kick in? Short answer is immediately. As soon as you charge the tenant, as soon as you slap that GL code on their ledger, tenant is effectively considered enrolled. And you'll see I've got this little more down here. We did have a couple of questions about, are there any future additions to the services offered by Second Nature? Asked Brian. Daniel asked, how do you see RBP evolving over the next several years? And all I can tell you here is that we've got some very big plans. Uh, what you're seeing here is just a fraction. It's the tip of the iceberg of our five, 10-year plan. But what I'll also tell you is that it's much easier to go from one to two than it is to go from zero to one. What I mean by that is it's much easier to upgrade an existing resident benefits package than it is to start a new one from scratch. All of our existing partners go into a quarterly check-in cadence with their client success manager where they talk about, here's what's happening on our side. And then we chime in and say, hey, guess what? We've got all this new stuff for you. Would you like to add it? Yeah or nay. 
just like we did most recently with our pest control. So if you're already a partner, you've kind of got priority seating to get the new stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, Again, in the interest of not giving away too many secrets, that's all I'll say on that. And then last but not least, we'll spend the last couple minutes talking about the numbers, everybody's favorite part. So as far as the numbers go, obviously there is variation across the country. Um, The numbers here that I have assume a full resident benefits package, which like we said, may not be the case for everybody. You know, in Alan's case, maybe you take out the filter delivery if you're living in a place where you don't need it. But by and large, most people say the reason I'm doing this is because I want the most profit, the most bandwidth and the most differentiation. I want to hit the market with as much value as we can. So on average, our partners charge the resident $40 to $60 per month. You saw on Rental Link and Ocean's Luxury, they're both charging exactly 50, which is not uncommon at all. In fact, 50 is the median where most of our partners reside. I'd say about 60 to 70% are at 50, and then maybe another 80 to 90 once you bring in the 40 to $60 range. So hopefully that helps paint a picture. You know, obviously, like Brady asked, what is the best price to charge tenants for the program? Uh, we can recommend, we can show you what other partners in your area are doing. But ultimately, nobody knows the answer to that better than you do. What I always say is if you don't buy it, you can't sell it, right? If you think it's a good deal, the tenant will pick up on that. Your staff will pick up on that. The market will react to that. If you're a little shy about it, that's going to come off too. So the biggest thing is make sure you're comfortable with it. Make sure you know it's a good deal because then it's not going to be a selling. It's going to be a telling, right? The cost, which is probably the forefront question in your mind, what's all this cost me? is going to average come between $20 and $40 per month. Now, again, this is for a full benefits package. This depends on some factors like how often do we want the filters to be delivered? How much renter's insurance do we want to require? You know, what states are we located in? A couple of different factors that, that you know, affect the price. Uh, but on average, it's about $20 to $40 per month per unit enrolled. So that's where the $10 to $20 comes from, a monthly profit. If you're collecting $40 to $60 from the resident, we're collecting 20 to 40 from you, you get to keep 10 to 20 per month, which over the course of a year comes out to 120 to $240 per unit enrolled. And the reason I highlight this is because I want to make it clear, you don't start paying us until the tenant starts paying you. You're always paying out of profits collected. You're always cash flow positive. We never want you paying out of pocket or anything like that. So we'll do a little illustration. We'll assume 100 units. You don't have to. You know how many units you have. So on average, you know, if you want to multiply the uh, the unit count that you have by, you know, 120 to be conservative, 240 on the high end, you kind of get a range of, of what the profit you can expect from a resident benefits package might be. And either way, it's not too shabby. Now, obviously, it takes about 12 months to get everybody onto the program. You're signing people up at new lease and renewal. So it's a fairly slow rollout over the course of a year. We'll be here at your side the whole way, answering questions, doing anything we can to support you. But this profit number is what's on top of all the ancillary benefits of having the programs in the first place. Less HVAC calls, more on-time payments, 100% insurance coverage, no pests, tenants generally taking better care of the unit. So again, meet with your second nature person. This is the kind of thing they'll go over with you. They can even show you like we did today, what some other partners in your area look like, what the market supports. Uh, and they'll basically work with you to to position this so that you can get the maximum effect out of all these things. In fact, in a moment, I'll go ahead and turn it over to our panelists, to Tyler Nichols, who's going to be interviewing Rebecca and Zen, so they can tell you their experience. Obviously, I can talk about this till I'm purple in the face, 
but I'd rather you hear it from some people who are actually on the ground using it. So with that, Tyler, take it away. I love it. I would love to bring up uh, our two panelists for today. So we've got uh, we've got both Rebecca Wallace and Zena Smith, uh, both coming out of Florida and really excited to chat with these two today, uh, specifically because both of them have different roles in their offices. And so I will, I'll turn it over to them. Rebecca, I'm coming to you first. Uh, if you just want to introduce yourself, where you're from, what company you're with, and what your role is, that would be awesome. So my name is Rebecca Wallace. I'm from Oak Realty. Uh, we are located in eastern Volusia County. I currently have about six doors, and I have been with myself for 15 years. I'm the department manager of the long-term division. Awesome. Love it. Rebecca, thanks for joining us. Zena. Absolutely. My- Hi, my name is Zena Smith. I'm the business development specialist for Rental Link Property Management, um, and we have about 533 doors currently. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you guys for being here. And again, I, I'm excited about this conversation because you're both on different sides of the equation, right? Rebecca, you were involved a little bit more in the decision-making process, some of the onboarding procedures, getting everything rolled out. Uh, and then Zena, you come into play with the business development side and talking a lot to owners using this in your business development efforts. And so uh, excited to ask you guys some of these questions. Um, Rebecca, I kind of want to start with you here. So if you can think back to, to before you even rolled out the benefits package, what was what were the things going through your head in terms of uh, being motivated to go look at the RBP? So I am... Um a super stalker of other property managers' websites. I like to keep up with the times. I like to see what everybody's doing, picture-wise, advertising-wise, that sort of thing. Um, one of the sites that I'm constantly on, I saw the resident benefit package. So I clicked on it and I you know, read the flyer and then I researched the company and um, I research, researched it a lot, honestly. In order to bring this to the owner of my company, I didn't want to have any stone unturned, essentially. Um, I wanted to have every answer available to her. So um, did a lot of research. I just, I fell in love with it. I just thought it was such a great program and I brought it to her and it was probably the easiest sell I've ever had to her in my entire career. That's awesome. Well, then let's talk about, uh, let's talk about maybe a little bit of the negative, right? Because I know anytime in property management, and we've talked about this before, <laughs> any new program and change, there are always going to be some hesitations. So thinking about hesitations, what were a few of those for you guys? Essentially, you know, how are we supposed to sell this to owners? How are we supposed to sell this to tenants? And I basically just told them, listen, I rented it for many years. I never once got a positive credit report on my on-time payment. Like that's that's a super bonus, you know, and the, the renter's insurance, like Christian was saying, you can tell them till you're blue in the face. You have to get renter's insurance. Well, chances are they're not going to. and that we just went through the hurricane last year. I had a property fall in the ocean. I had properties flood. Unfortunately, those tenants didn't have renter's insurance. And, you know, watching them cry coming in my doors was heartbreaking. So that was another, you know, bonus for us. Um, so basically, I just told them, there's, it's not going to be that hard. It's not as hard as you think it's going to be. Um, and essentially, I just kind of told them it's a mandatory. It's not an option. It is a this is what we're doing. We're rolling it out. I'll help you along the way, but we got to do it. I love it. It sounds like for you, you recognize like, of course, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, 
but we're going to embrace that mm-hmm. and work through it. Second nature is going to give us everything we need uh, to be successful. So that's awesome. Was there a, was there like a clear breaking point, whether it was with you or, or your broker where you were like, yes, we've got to do this. I mean, for me, after just the research I did, it was a clear sell to me. Um, once I brought it to the owner and I just, you know, gave her everything I learned. She was like, that actually really is something great. And it makes us stand out because like I said, I stalk a lot of property management companies. We are only the second one of all of the ones I stalk that offer this. So it makes us stand out. That's awesome. I love it. Just jumping Mm -hmm. in with both feet. You got to love that. (laughs) Um, So I want to hear from both of you on this this next portion. So uh, looking at, hey, we've made the decision. Now we're going through onboarding. And onboarding with anything, especially with a new program in property management, can be tricky. Is it a a big lift? Is there going to be a lot of legwork involved? Rebecca, in terms of that, how was the onboarding process and and implementing things? Easy. (laughs) Simple. It was so simple. Yeah, I had a great team that we worked with. And I mean, it was... So streamlined. Awesome. Zena, would you say the same thing for for you guys as well? I would. um, I feel like the team at Second Nature really helped hold our hands through the steps. And not only that, Mm -hmm. we do offer something that... And it's not something that we have to offer often, but we do offer an opt-out addendum that like nobody at second nature and we had a joke about this before that nobody at second nature is going to like hold a gun to your head and say you have to sign up so obviously we don't want to turn away a tenant who just doesn't see the value in it which i don't understand why they wouldn't because i rented for six years and i so wish that i would have had that credit mm-hmm. building for me um so that was kind of the only like if you absolutely 100 just don't want to we're not going to force you into it so i have to have an owner who's like what if i lose tenants in that way we're we're gonna help make sure but it doesn't happen often most of our tenants are enrolled in the program awesome yeah, I mean you're you're exactly right, right? We we want to give you guys the ability to make a lot of extra pro- profit, increase the profit per unit. But at the end of the day, it's not worth losing a great resident over. So I love that that ability there of hey, it's standard, but at the end of the day, we have this option for you as well. well let's talk a little bit about feedback. So I'm I'm curious about feedback from the team, specifically the people that are going to be talking to the residents about the program and then owner feedback. What has that been like? Zen, I'll come to you. Uh, Owner feedback for us, it's really just a benefit because the owner doesn't have to pay anything. Like Rebecca was saying, it does make us stand out to other property managers. And then as a landlord, that's going to make your property stand out as well over other properties that your tenants aren't going to only be dinged or punished if they miss a rent payment, but they're going to get rewarded for making on-time payments. That is a huge bonus. And just being accountable for the properties. And since we're we're Florida-based also, Nobody in Florida ever wants to go without an AC. (laughs) That is the number one call. I'm sure a lot of the other Florida property managers on here would agree. Um, And just cutting down that additional cost for ACs going out for owners. They really love that benefit and making the tenants be accountable. Like Christian said, if it looks like a sweater, we're going to charge the tenant if they're not taking care of that AC like they should be. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 
Rebecca, Rebecca, what about you there? Anything to add? The feedback I got from my property managers was phenomenal. Um, I haven't had anyone really kick it and, you know, I won't rent from you because this is what you're doing. Uh, I gave them so much information that they they sell it to them and everybody sees it as such a great benefit. Awesome. I'm going to bring in a, uh, a little curveball for you here. This is, this is coming in from the audience. Um, and I, I think it's a great question. So uh, when you're looking at the benefits package, since you guys have rolled this out, have you guys seen an increase in resident retention? Or I, I guess a better way to look at this would be, what's the feedback been like from residents? I can say that every renewal that we have attached this to, I haven't got any negative feedback whatsoever. I haven't lost a t- uh, tenant over it. So it's case in points that I don't think that we've had any tenants who enrolled in it and then wanted to renew and said, I don't want this program anymore. I'm- mm-hmm. <laughs> they always want to renew back in the program. They see the rewards and the benefits of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. it does help with tenant retention for sure. Yeah. And I, I think that's ultimately the goal, right? They come up for renewal and they're faced with an option of continuing with you and looking everywhere else. And ideally, if they do go look at elsewhere, they're not seeing a lot of these services and a lot of this value. So the goal would be that they stay with you, which I love. Um, Zina, I want to come to you and talk a little bit about business development. So I know a lot of people on the call um, do have a business development department and adding more doors is something that they're consistently trying to do. How are you working this into your conversations with prospects? So this is actually part of my sales pitch. One of the things that I talk with to our owners is that this is a this is a fee that you don't have to pay. It is not anything that is extreme for tenants. And it's something that's really bringing a benefit to you as a landlord and to them as a tenant. So we're able to ensure that we're getting tenants who are being held accountable. I love the fact that through second nature, that renter's insurance requirement is not another admin task for the PMs. Because though I am a BDM now, I used to be in operation. So I know how those admin tasks can pile up. So the fact that you guys have a way to help make sure tenants are being held accountable is huge selling point for owners. They love that. Um, then they're not trying to come after them for anything that, you know, otherwise would be on the owner or a tenant couldn't afford because they didn't have this insurance. And the, and again, the, the air filters, I love being able to tell them we actually even have in our lease agreement. And I tell all of our homeowners, they can either opt into the resident benefit package and have this pretty little filter that's beautiful and well-made, sent to them, already dated, or they can take a picture every single month with a Sharpie and enter it into our work order. And they have to do that. And if they don't, then we're going to make them go into the resident benefit package. And it's very few tenants who ever argued with us to get into that. <laughs> so um, it's just a great selling point. That's awesome. What about uh, What about for current owners? So as you guys rolled this out, did you reach out to them and let them know, hey, this is a program that we're going to be rolling out? Uh, And if so, what was their feedback like? Of course, because you don't want to uh, blindsight any current clients. uh, And we like to be very transparent with all of our homeowners through all of our processes. Current homeowners, they love that we're staying current with the times as far as offering incentives for other, for tenants to stay, because I'm sure some of you guys have seen that there's on commercials, there's other 
companies that are starting to do this credit building, but second nature offers so much more than just the credit building. So by renting through our company and by having this extra service, it's really just a benefit. So the homeowners, as long as they weren't being charged for it and they weren't like, what is this random thing on our advertising? They had no problem with it whatsoever. They loved it. It's keeping their tenants happy. So they're happy. (laughs) Perfect. Well, guys, we have a couple more minutes here with you. And so I want to wrap with one question. I want to hear each of your responses. Uh, Knowing that most of the people on this call are curious about the benefits package, maybe this is their first time hearing about it, or maybe they've heard about it and they're just curious. Uh, What are one or two pieces of wisdom that you would share with them? knowing what you know now? I would enroll immediately. <laughs> if I had to give them any piece of advice, do it. Um, it it shows your owners that you want to be ahead of the times, that you want to provide great service to them by making sure that the, the renters have insurance and you know the AC filters are being sent and you want to show them that you care about the tenants as well. And I, I would say do it. There's no question in my mind. Absolutely. I agree 100%. You're going to be working with not only selling a great product, but working with a really great team of people. And I feel like in order to grow as a person and in your business, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So you're going to have a moment of ah panic Anything, anytime you bring something on new. So take a deep breath and rest easy, assured that the Second Nature team is going to make that process and transition a lot easier for you. And there's really no no negative to it. Go ahead and sign up. <laughs> we did. So we're, we're doing well with it. Absolutely. No regrets. <laughs> No regrets, no regrets. As That's what I was going to say, no regrets. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, this has been this has been great. Thank you guys for for taking some time and chatting with us. Just thank you so much for for being here and, and spending some time with us. Thanks Absolutely, for my pleasure. Mine as well. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of the Triple Win Property Management Podcast. Thank you for pressing play. We hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration. The Triple Win Property Management Podcast is proudly produced and distributed by Second Nature, where we believe in a triple win, building winning experiences for your residents, investors, and your teams with the only fully managed resident benefits package. Visit rbp.secondnature.com to learn more and talk to an RBP expert in your area. If you have any questions, comments, or want to weigh in on the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. Email triplewin at secondnature.com. That's triplewin at secondnature.com. Stay connected with us beyond the podcast. Visit our website at rbp.secondnature.com to stay updated with upcoming property management events and articles. And don't forget, you can keep the conversation going in the Triple Win Property Management Facebook group. It's exclusively for property managers. To receive even more valuable insights and updates, subscribe to our newsletter. You can find the link to that and much more in the show notes. On behalf of the Triple Win community, this is Laura Mack thanking you for tuning in. And on behalf of Second Nature, this is Carol Housel. Check back soon for another exciting episode. Until then, keep striving for that triple win.